0: Hello everyone, and welcome to the Wharton Fintech Podcast. I'm your host, Miguel Armaza. Our guest today is Sarah Hammer, Managing Director of the Stevens Center for Innovation and Finance at the Wharton School of the University of Pennsylvania. The Stevens Center is the premier research, education, and thought leadership institution in the world for financial technology and blockchain. Amongst her many interesting hats, Sarah is also a Senior Director of the Harris Alternative Investments Program at the Wharton School, where she focuses her efforts on private equity, private credit, hedge funds, venture capital, and wealth management. Prior to her current roles, Ms. Hammer held leadership positions at the U.S. Department of the Treasury, the Vanguard Group, Timco, JP Morgan, BlackRock, and Tudor Investments. She earned a JD from the University of Pennsylvania Law School, an MBA from the Wharton School, and a Master's of Studies from Oxford University. She's also a Harry Truman Scholar. Now, please join me in a wonderful conversation with Sarah Hammer. Sarah, thank you for joining us on the Wharton FinTech Podcast. We are very, very excited to have you here with us today, and we can't uh, wait to hear all the good things you have to say. Can we start with uh, hearing a little bit about yourself and your personal background?
1: Thanks, Miguel. It's a pleasure to be here, and thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited uh, to be part of your podcast series, and I know it's been extremely successful, and we're really glad to support it at the Stevens Center. So uh, just to start off with, I wanted to mention that I am a Wharton alum. Uh, I got my MBA at Wharton, and I'm actually a Penn Law alum as well, where I'm also on the faculty and teach financial regulation currently. So I spent my career in asset management, in uh, portfolio management, and on the business side in the asset management industry. And then I spent some time at the U.S. Treasury Department where I was Deputy Assistant Secretary for Financial Institutions before coming to Wharton. And I love my role at Wharton. It's fantastic to be able to work with you and others from the FinTech club and our amazing faculty and all of our incredible alums and industry. Um, I serve as managing director at the Stevens Center where our focus, as you know, is FinTech and blockchain. And then I'm also the senior director of the Harris program which is our program for private equity, venture capital and hedge funds. And so in addition to teaching at the law school, my responsibilities Are really a pleasure they give me a chance to work with all of our fantastic students
0: outstanding outstanding Um, we're always extra excited to have uh, not just an alum but you know in this case even faculty from penn so it's a treat for us so sarah tell us more about the stevens center i know it's at the forefront of fintech but our listeners would love to learn a little bit more about the origins of the Stevens Center and some of the activities that you do today.
1: Sure, happy to. Miguel, it's been a real privilege to be able to be involved with the Stevens Center. We launched the Stevens Center over a year ago and our benefactor, Ross Stevens, provided a generous gift to allow us to create this center which focuses on fintech and blockchain. And I really do think that we are the world's premier institution in that area. So we have sort of a three pillar approach to our work with the focus of everything really being on students. But the first part of that is curriculum. So when we started the Stevens Center early last year, there wasn't as much FinTech curriculum as there is currently. So we really dug in and expanded the online curriculum We have a Coursera program on FinTech that has been extremely popular. We've expanded our curriculum at Wharton. We've provided more programming through executive education. And then we have a program that you're familiar with, our ISP program that connects us very closely with students, which is a very exciting initiative where students work in teams of four to six and tackle business problems or consulting issues or finance questions for fintech companies, and then they receive course credit for that work. And that's been a real success over the last year. we worked with an incredible number of leading fintech companies, both alums and non-alums, on issues ranging from go-to-market strategy to regulatory issues, to evaluating different performance and risk issues. So that's been a real privilege and it allows me as one of the supervisors of some of those projects to work really closely with students. And I'm always impressed with how Wharton students are able to really deliver on projects and work closely with companies and build relationships that hopefully are fruitful for them and their careers going forward. And then the second major component of what we do, as you know, is we work closely with alums. So we have an incredible suite of alums who are very accomplished in the FinTech space, and they come and speak on campus sometimes with the FinTech club, sometimes in class. We have a few projects where we work with alums on direct research issues and really try to integrate them into the work that we're doing through programming as well. So conferences or dinners or what have you. And then the third pillar of that is really direct connection with the students. So partnering with yourselves at the FinTech club and with the blockchain club as well supervising research projects and really just trying to have a close connection so that we have our ears on the ground about uh, what's helpful for students at Wharton and we're looking forward to doing this again this year.
0: Fantastic. Fantastic. So you really sit at the center of the industry and I guess you're the perfect person to ask if there are any specific trends within FinTech that you are most excited about and are, are there trends that you are seeing play out these days?
1: Sure. So that's a great question, Miguel. And the timing is so interesting because we're all in this strange environment in the world of COVID. And there's been questions about which companies will survive and which companies will thrive. And it's actually something that we're studying closely in our research at the Stevens Center. So I've been working with a group of students and alums over the summer who've been looking at questions like this. And one trend Uh, that we're all aware of, I think, is really the acceleration of the digitization of finance in the COVID environment. And I think that's a trend that we all saw prior to COVID, but because of the virtual environment and the preference for touchless activity, we've really seen an acceleration. So we, for example, looked at different types of fintech companies. We see online lending companies having really a mixed a mixed bag after the pandemic set in in part because the digitization of that area of finance has been extremely important and I truly believe it'll continue to thrive. but on the other hand, many of those companies are lenders to small business which have had a really tough time since the crisis. And then we've had our eyes on things like Robo advice for example or insure tech uh, which continue to move forward. In this environment. So that's a trend that we are studying. I'm proud to say that this group of students that I've been working with has been doing a number of analytical projects around that issue, including launching a website which hosts data for COVID and the financial markets, and we'll be hosting a hackathon and a virtual conference of sorts in September that Wharton students are invited to attend. I hope they participate in Our event site is WhartonHackathon.com and we're hoping that students will pitch in and join our analysis of these issues.
0: That's exciting. Since we're on the topic of this hackathon that you're helping organize, can you tell us a little bit more about what you hope to accomplish with, with the hackathon?
1: Right, so it is something that we're really excited about and just to take a step back, Uh, The way it came about is when the pandemic set in and educators went to a virtual environment, we wanted to find a way to engage students who were interested in getting involved in any way they could using their unique skill sets on issues related to COVID. So us being at Wharton and in the finance department and at the Stevens Center, it's really right in our wheelhouse to think about how is COVID affecting economics? How is it affecting finance and the financial markets? And we partnered up with a coalition called NIPASA, which includes IBM, Oracle, and Microsoft, and helped to elevate a blockchain-based platform that houses COVID data. And in addition to that data, we elevated a lot of data sets related to economics, the financial markets, and I even had students create amazing unique data sets that they would create reading through information about COVID or government orders or what have you. And then the group transitioned into doing analysis on that data once the platform was elevated, and the group had the idea that we should host a hackathon to invite the world really to look at the pandemic and try to find solutions and trends um, to some of the issues out there. So the goal really for the hackathon is to create a collaborative environment where Wharton students and really folks from all over the world can collaborate on data together. It's truly an approach that's decentralized to find solutions or trends related to economics and financial markets that are deeply affected by COVID. So it's a really broad topic, but that's part of what we're proud of is the broad learning environment that we're trying to create through the Stevens Center. And um, in addition to that, uh, during the week of September 21 through 27 when the Hackathon takes place, we have an amazing lineup of speakers who are going to deliver virtual fireside chats to the folks that participate in the hackathon. So we have professors coming in to talk about their work at Wharton in the COVID space. We have uh, leading thinkers in the venture capital world coming in to talk about what they've seen, investment trends. We have policy experts coming in to talk about the future of central banking and financial inclusion. So those are the kinds of things that we'll be hosting that week. And we hope that the students will all join in and take part and it gives us the chance to collaborate and engage with each other in the virtual environment.
0: That's very exciting. Is there a particular type of background for students who you invite to participate or is it just someone who's interested in learning and and participating in, in the FinTech space?
1: Yeah, that's a great question, Miguel. So we are inviting all students to join in the hackathon. There isn't a particular background that you have to have. And we are providing through the guidance on the website, examples of uh, different code that the students can take advantage of, different types of visuals. So it might be that a team joins the hackathon and engages in something as simple as creating a visual or working with some code that's already on the website to create a chart that explains what the effect of COVID was on a certain part of the financial markets and we are providing mentors throughout the week who will help advise students on their work. Uh, We really view it as a learning opportunity and there's no particular threshold of skill set that's required to participate. We want it to be a fun learning opportunity for anybody who wants to join in.
0: Excellent, excellent. Going back a little bit to talk about the the activities that you do at the Student center specifically this independent study projects that you were mentioning. Can you tell us about some of the projects that students have worked on in the past? Maybe what are some of the companies that students have worked with?
1: Sure. Absolutely. I love to talk about the projects that our students are working on uh, with really some leading fintech companies to give you an example. We worked with a company called Oculus which came to us through a partner at QED who's been deeply involved with our program. And Oculus is an ocular robotics company that uses their technology to translate financial data into a digital format and then uh, perform artificial intelligence or other analytics on the data. So it's really at the forefront of reducing the amount of paperwork and the manual process of middle office all throughout the financial services industry. Um, They've been very successful in applying their technology to certain areas of financial services, but they asked our team to come in and to look at the marketable opportunity in about five other areas. So students came in and looked at how that technology could be applied to areas such as uh, anti-money laundering responsibilities, for example, or the auto lending industry, or the mortgage industry. And those are all areas of finance, as you know, that are really ripe for disruption. They have highly manual, highly data intensive processes, and it would really increase efficiencies And provide a lot of opportunity for those companies to increase their margins if a technology like this were applied. So students delivered a fantastic final presentation to senior management, including the CEO of that company, and it was a really exciting project for all of us. We also have worked with a number of larger fintech companies, and we continue to do so. And in some cases, we work with large financial institutions that are looking to launch or partner in the fintech space. So for example, we worked with PayPal on a very exciting project last year, where students looked at a new opportunity to apply their technology where PayPal wasn't already in operation. Uh, We worked with Square Capital, actually. And Jackie Reeses, as you know, is the CEO of Square Capital and one of our alums on a small business lending project. And Square actually published the results of that survey, and it's been very well received. So those are the kinds of projects that we work on. We welcome input from students. If they have a particular company or relationship that they would like to leverage to work on a research project, then we're happy to talk with them about the parameters for that. And it's really a very exciting way for students to get hands-on experience with companies, industry exposure to learn about a new area and have exposure to the senior management of that company and build relationships there. So it's been fun. It's been fantastic. We've been working on projects over the summer too, which has been really neat. Yeah,
0: And and those are certainly the leaders within the fintech space. So it's uh, it's great to know that you're, you're working with all of them. Now, obviously we're going through this major crisis today. And, and, you know, the COVID pandemic has upended the plans for, everyone, really no exceptions. Uh, How has it affected the the plans for the Stevens Center and what kind of plans do you have to adjust going forward?
1: That's a great question and uh, definitely on top of mind for us and all our students and all of our partners, Miguel. So, um, you know, like other institutions and organizations all around the world, we have been affected by COVID and when uh, our area went into lockdown mode in the spring, we were, as you know, in the process of planning a very large in-person inaugural conference for the Stevens Center. So unfortunately, those in-person plans were affected uh, by COVID, but I'm glad to say, I think we were able to pivot quickly into our work on COVID and the economy and to preserve the work that had been done for the in-person conference for a future date. So we felt optimistic that things will improve at some point and that we will be able to bring folks together in person for a large conference. But in the meantime, I mentioned to you the hackathon and virtual conference in September, that's just really one pillar of the co-curricular programming that we are focused on for the upcoming academic year. So recognizing that a lot of students or all students may be virtual for the coming year, We are very focused on providing co-curricular opportunities for them in the virtual environment. And so many aspects of our programs will be unchanged. They will just be virtual. So our ISP program and the opportunity to work directly with companies will continue as planned. In fact, we have a number of very exciting companies lined up who are really looking forward to talking to students about the fall semester. We have research projects. Uh, that we're looking forward to talking to students about. And we actually at the Stevens Center host a blockchain validation lab through a company called Block Demon that operates our validation nodes for us. And so we therefore at the Stevens Center operate as validators for cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin or Ethereum. And we will be seeking student volunteers and input on that project if folks would like to get involved with our validation lab and learn a bit more about how blockchain works, what are some of the coins that are emerging around the world, what's happening in that environment, um, that's an opportunity for students to get involved with us as well. And in addition to that, we're planning a series of programming throughout the year that will be virtual. So virtual fireside chats, a lot of collaboration with the FinTech club, support of what you're doing, support of the speakers that you're all bringing in. We're really excited to see what you have planned for the year and then looking forward to the future. So a lot of our plans will be unchanged. We'll be very focused on providing a positive co-curricular environment for students. And we hope they reach out and get involved.
0: Yeah. As a, planning member of of the conference i i am also i share your frustration but i i understand that we've we've all had to adapt and that's why i guess this podcast has has really taken off Uh, and we're super grateful for for your support as well Um, let's let's talk a little bit about how students can involve can get involved and and learn more Uh, how can they get in touch with you
1: Right, so um, that's a great question. I would say, first and foremost, the best way for students to get involved is to get involved with the FinTech Club because we have a close partnership with you. So reaching out to the FinTech Club, becoming a member, getting involved with your activities, that will give students insight into the Stevens Center. Um, I also more than welcome students reaching out to me directly if they have a question or an idea There's a lot of information on our website for the Stevens Center at Wharton, and their students are welcome to email me. My email is Sarah. I still have my same email from when I was at Wharton, by the way. It's Sarah21 at Wharton, so folks are more than welcome to reach out to me directly, and I do get a lot of student inquiries frequently, and I'm really happy to connect with folks. So, more than anything, I would say, I hope students just take that first step and get involved with the Stevens Center and being involved with Blockchain Club as well are great ways for students to engage in this virtual environment. And there's a lot of interesting research um, that we can do over the coming year working together.
0: Perfect, that makes sense, that makes sense. Well, Sarah, before we go, as you well know, we like to ask our guests about their personal hobbies and we'd love to hear how you spend some of your time <laughs> outside of Wharton, outside of the Stevens Center, and you know, I'm, I'm sure you have some, uh, some exciting hobbies.
1: Oh, that's funny. So I do have some hobbies. I don't know if they're exciting, uh, but they're definitely fulfilling. I think they might actually be boring, to be honest with you, uh, but that's okay. Uh, so I spend a lot of time with my family, and I, like everyone during COVID, have been doing a lot of cooking since we went into the pandemic environment, which actually has been very fun, making a lot of things from scratch, everything from bread to pasta. I'm involved with a farm CSA. So every week we uh, cook different kinds of fruits and vegetables and we make jam and we uh, make vegetable bakes. And um, I don't know if that sounds exciting to anybody, but for (laughs) us, that's exciting. I am uh, involved in a lot of sporting activities. So before the pandemic, I was on a boating team, a rowing team, and we actually have a fitness challenge going on that's been kind of fun in the virtual environment where folks are competing based on the amount of time that they're exercising or working out. And then uh, we're trying to create track uh, down, down to Disney based on the amount of time that folks are exercising. So we measure in minutes and a minute is a mile and the first person to get to Disney wins. So that's the kind of thing I've been uh, doing since the pandemic. I've been gardening, which is not something I ever did before, but I figured why not? And then uh, doing research and work and preparing for the upcoming semester and really keeping my ear to the ground on the industry. So I guess my work is my life as well and it all fits really well together. I'm, I'm lucky to be a part of the Penn community.
0: Sounds like you are definitely busy these days. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> well, Sarah, very
1: boring, but it's fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, Sarah, thank you again for joining us. This has been a treat. Um, as I mentioned before, we're very grateful for all your support and constant encouragement and look forward to working more together uh, this upcoming year.
1: Thank you so much, Miguel. It's really my pleasure to be here. And we're so grateful for the work uh, that you and the others of the FinTech Club are doing and excited and and proud um, that you all are carrying the mantle for FinTech at Wharton. And it's our pleasure. We're really excited about the upcoming year as well.
0: Awesome, thank you, Sarah.
1: All right, take care.
0: Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Wharton Fintech Podcast. If you like the show, please consider leaving us a review or letting us know in the comments. If you want more content from our fintech community, please subscribe to our podcast channel and find us on LinkedIn, Twitter, and the rest of social media at Wharton Fintech. You will find interviews, articles, videos, and much more analyzing all aspects of the industry. Signing off, I'm your host, Miguel Armasa.